Hello, friends. This is Beyond the God Box, and I'm Dave Allen Grady, your host. Thank you for listening. Today's episode are a few reflections upon Easter in the year 2020 and in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic. I hope you find them helpful. Of all the things that I love about the drama and the pageantry of the church's observance of Easter, one of my favorites is that you simply cannot miss it. From the Palm Sunday processions in the streets to across Europe, all the festivals and events that happen during Holy Week, to churches having more services on Maundy Thursday, on Good Friday, to either having an Easter vigil on late Saturday night, to getting up way early on Sunday morning for a sunrise service. You simply cannot miss it. You know, with Christmas, there's so much going on at the end of the year. Closing out the year at work, all the parties and events for your neighborhood or your family or your workplace, all the family commitments, the shopping list, the decorations, meal preparation. It can cause Christmas to slip on us and we don't realize it. But Easter, Easter's one of those days when you just simply cannot miss it. And by missing it, I don't mean you wake up one day and wonder, why didn't you put your Christmas tree up? What I mean is, is we get so distracted, right? Maybe we do decorate our house. Maybe we do do all the things associated with Christmas. But in terms of any sense of a spiritual journey, we can miss that. I think it's a little bit different for Easter, first of all, because of such a long period in emphasis during Lent that begins the day after Mardi Gras, right? But I also think because it's happening at a different time of year when we are not quite as busy, it's harder to miss. It's easier to give some time into whatever type of spiritual reflection we might wish to participate in. Christmas, you can be like December 25th in the evening or December 26th, you wake up and go, oh, I missed Christmas. Not so with Easter. And even with all the things that made Easter 2020 so different, so unique, there's the coronavirus and all of the empty worship spaces. In the southeastern United States, there were tornadoes keeping us up till 3 a.m. in the morning. In spite of all of that, Easter still happened. Easter still came. I've been thinking a little bit that maybe in our stillness of not having as much activity, maybe that made Easter just a little bit more poignant. You know, 
Easter still came, even though we didn't have our big egg hunt extravaganzas. Christ is still risen, even though there weren't the glorious anthems and the beautiful hymns ringing throughout worship spaces and in our ears. Death has still lost its sting, even as our hospitals grow ever more crowded. The promise of new life simply contrasts with all the destruction and death that storms can bring. And yes, Jesus' blessing of peace offers hope, offers hope all the more while we're abiding at home wondering, when's it going to be normal again? And in spite of all of that, I would not be telling you the truth if I said that Easter wasn't strange because it was this year. For the first time in a local church in my professional life, I did not have to get up at some unfathomable hour or something that I do look forward to, at least on that day. I didn't have to get up way early in order to lead a sunrise service on Easter. You know what I miss? This sounds shallow and petty. I missed everyone gathering in all their sartorial splendor. Everybody coming dressed in their Sunday finest and their new Easter outfits. I didn't get to wear my seersucker suit. I didn't get to wear my pink bow tie. There wasn't a row full of the matriarchs of the church wearing their Sunday hats. Children weren't sitting there fussing and and swishing around with their new outfits that weren't quite as comfortable as they'd hoped. You know, there wasn't the swell of friends and and family coming in town for the holiday and and joining back in their home church for worship. That did not happen, at least not in the traditional sense. Thank you, live streaming. What was really uh, weird for me, and I didn't really expect it being such a touch point for us, is that our household, one with two clergy people in it, we had... Sunday, Easter, lunch at noon. Now for us, the days that we're able to eat lunch together, that doesn't happen to sometime until about 1.30 or 2 o'clock usually. But to sit down with the good china, mind you, and to have Easter Sunday lunch together, that was different. It was a way to celebrate and mark Easter, and it was a time to be relished, but it wasn't something that I was glad I got to do. With all the range of emotions that we're all experiencing, it's helpful to 
remind each other and to remember that it's okay to not be okay. I know that's a colloquialism that we're hearing way too much right now, but it's true. What we're experiencing now is weird. What we are experiencing now is different. This is difficult. And in the midst of all that, we need to remind each other that we do not have to be alone even when we are living by ourselves. The congregation, which I get to serve, has done something really interesting. It's actually one of the benefits of being in a smaller congregation. It's something like this. We've matched up prayer partners so that people can call each other several times a week. And for those that didn't, uh, I asked my leadership to each take three or four names and to reach out to them every other week. I've also made myself available for phone calls or web conference meetings. Do them one-on-one. And it's always good to remember that there are many, many counselors who are gifted and qualified who are able to see folk remotely using web meeting technology. Easter came, friends. Easter is here. Nothing can or will change that. And yet, in the midst of this season, where we find hope, where we find our identity and we find our reality, and it is the place where we live and we move and we find our being, we still live in this time. We are desperately looking for fulfillment of promises. Fulfillment of the promise that all will be well, because right now all is not well. The whole planet is in a crisis. But we're promised we're not alone. We're promised we have an accompaniment, but we also have each other. I wish I could tell you I knew when this would be over. I wish I could share when things will get back to normal. But I can't. All I can do is promise that we are not alone, that we are not by ourselves, we are not left to our own devices. One of the things I've loved about my community is that uh, some of the creatives have taken it upon themselves to set up in the front yard on an afternoon, pull out the guitar and an amp and offer a front yard neighborhood concert. Not loud enough, mind you, to shake the windows of the neighbor, not enough to uh, get folks who don't like loud music to complain but enough to draw a crowd, a safely distanced crowd. And what I've loved is watching how different people have formed community differently, either respectful of space or using technology or even going back to analog ways of communicating. 
letter writing. Calling someone on a phone. It's a helpful reminder that those slabs we carry around in our pocket do more than just email and Facebook, right? We can talk on them. So yeah, this was a different kind of Easter. But maybe this different kind of Easter is causing us to see that the invitation that Easter provides can help us live into life a little differently than we thought we could. Let me know what you think. Love to get your feedback via Twitter. You can reach me at Dave AG on Twitter. How are you finding new life? Thanks for listening, friends, and I always appreciate the feedback. If you're finding this helpful, uh, please give me a review or any feedback via Apple Podcast or wherever it is you download your podcast. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you continue to take care of yourself, that you stay healthy, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you.